So after using anger for some time, this is what I have to say about it. The dashboard is very straightforward. Tools are easy to be managed and even easier to use. It's a fun outlet for anyone to start their own podcast. And it's definitely the reach you want through Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. There's just so many, so many different platforms. But take it from me, I've been doing this a long time. And uh, I'm here to tell you, it's definitely the easiest way to go. And if you want to see results, definitely download anchor.fm and use it. Just that simple. Download it. You'll never be sorry. Hey, fucker, I love your show. Keep it up. So on tonight's show, we're going to open up by taking a moment to reflect on a dear friend of mine that I just found out passed away from a truck accident. And he was a very loving and spiritual and caring and he was a great man he was a great friend and it was an honor to know him and I wish him the best on his crossing uh, to the other side Uh, Eli Cass if you're out there listening somewhere I love you man and I will truly miss you (sighs) hate it when a friend dies but speaking of friends That's what we're going to talk about tonight, actually. That's a good conversation, good way to lead in. And it's also good because you have a fucking pro doing it. Motherfucking Andy Mack. Everybody's been talking about this shit. Everybody's been talking about this shit. They're like, Mack, you're back. What the fuck you been doing? I'm like, look, man, you know, it takes a lot, man, to write these fucking shows. It takes even more not to. (laughs) It does, seriously. You think I just make this shit up off the top of my head? No, I don't. I have to ask my friends, what do you what do you think I should talk about tonight? What, what do you think what do you think we should talk about in the studio? I don't know. Let's just go over well, after all that fribble dribbling and all that bullshit and cigarette smoking, we actually come up with an idea. And uh, my friend Chris, he uh, was sitting there telling me, he's like, Man, why don't you just tell the story about friends? And I'm like, Friends? He's like, that's the funniest story I ever heard in my life. And it just goes to show how ancient I am because I know this story. And I'm not going to sit there and, like, you know, sugarcoat it and bullshit. I'm going to tell you guys exactly how the show Friends came about. No bullshit. No fucking bullshit. The whole story of Friends was based off of people that I grew up around in the Domino Sugar Mansion. And this place was located in Catonsville, and I'm not going to go into who was there. All the people that were there were extremely famous and synonymous in that time, and they're way older than me. They're, like, as old as my brother John, so that's, like, eight years older than me. 
So, anyway, um, it just so happens that the guy who wrote Friends lived in the basement <laughs> originally, right? Before he went out and became big and all this stuff and got Jennifer Aniston and all that shit. He witnessed and watched all the parties, all these people, every single person and character that was used, Chandler, whatever the fuck. Who was that other guy's name? Joey? The stupid guy, Joey? What was the other dude? Who? Chandler. I can't remember all their names. But anyway, the girls, they all had their place because every single one of those girls, it was, you know, one of them was my big sister. And like, you know, and one of them was her best friend. And the other one was another friend of hers. And I couldn't get over the fact that this guy actually ripped off this whole entire, you know, he, he wrote about their lives. And it was actually put on the fucking big screen. And I'm just, it, it was ridiculous. And, like, every time I tell this story, everybody's just like, that's how it came about, man. That's how Friends was... I was like, yes, man, that, that's how fucking Friends was wrote. I can't believe that shit. I still, to this day, can't fucking believe that. Because I, I turn on the TV one day, and I'm sitting there looking at <clears throat> how they're acting and interacting with one another, minus all the drugs and acid and, you know, <laughs> all the crazy parties and, you know, nuts-ass shit. I mean, we tripped balls on the roof one night. <laughs> that's besides the point. But, you know, this was a very long time ago. And, you know, growing up in that counterculture, man, around, you know, like, the the inner circle of the great, you know, the deadheads, man, it's like, it's an honor to be, like, one of them, you know, to be able to travel around and hang out with a big sister that's, like, you know, grooming you, and, like, especially in, in those circles, because those are, like, very, uh, very uh, hard-to-reach people, to say the least. They're very hidden <laughs> in their own right. They don't like talking or nothing like that. But anyway, um, I would have to say that I am very honored because I've been around a lot of people. And I know a lot of people and I know a lot of places and I know a lot of things. And I know for one thing that this guy wrote that whole script, that whole fucking show was based on my fucking experience that I watched firsthand, I, I saw the whole seasons, you know, all the seasons that unfolded, I watched the shit in this house before it even happened. It was like fucking deja vu, I swear to God. Unbelievable. I mean, it, it literally gave him, you know, page after page after page of writing. I mean, who, you know, what, what kind of easy shit is that? I mean, he, he was like a fucking overnight millionaire for that shit. Anyway. Moving on. We're talking about friends here tonight. That's the that's the name of the game tonight is friends. And your fair weather friends and people that you just knew in the past. I've had a lot of those people. <clears throat> people would say I was a bad person back then, but Andy Mac's grown and uh, matured, I guess. And uh, you know what? Let me back up a second. I cannot say that I wouldn't get angry at one person, you know, my ex-wife. I mean, seriously, I know she listens to this show. And it's like, you know, I cannot stand that. Because it's like, why don't you tell me? You know, why don't you call me? Why don't, why don't you tell me that you're listening? Why don't you ever do that? No, she wants to troll me and follow me around and listen to what I'm doing and, and sneak up on me. And, you know, it's whatever. Man. Like, I don't know what you're doing, sister, you know. You have my fucking children, you know. <laughs> It's like, come on, man. Stop playing those games. Why can't we be friends? 
but she's like, I don't trust you. And it's no, I don't think it's because she doesn't trust me. I think it's because she's still in love with me. But that's besides the point. Matter of fact, I know she's still in love with me. Because when I sit there and play with my sons, you know what I mean? It doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure out how a woman looks at you. You know what I mean? The way a woman looks at you. You know? The way a woman's... Uh, her eyes don't lie, man. Just ask Stevie Nicks. You know? You can't lie through those lying eyes. <laughs> ah. Thank you, Stevie Nicks. I love you in the wheel. That was awesome. Fleetwood Mac. All night long. I was listening to the Doobie Brothers. That's fucking what's his name, dumbass. Fucking Jesus Christ. That's Lionel Richie. That's besides the fucking point. Yeah. Well, this is gonna be a long, drawn-out show tonight because I'm really on. I'm really on one tonight. It's fucked up, man. It's my birthday. I'm sitting here listening to this shit. I can't believe one of my close friends died. And I'm sitting here like, God damn, this is bullshit. But that's just how it is, man. I mean, in the blink of an eye, man, I could be gone, you know? And uh, Chris could be gone, or anybody else could be gone, you know? And uh, damn, I've outlived everybody that everybody said I was going to die. I mean, I didn't have a life expectancy very long when I was a kid. And nobody thought I was going to be around past my like late 20s. And here I am celebrating old number 42 and uh, you know shit hasn't changed but the fucking weather <laughs> so so <clears throat> anyway just to let everybody know I was picked up by how many different platforms seven seven six seven something like that including Google Google and Apple yeah Apple picked me up too I can't believe that's some fucking shit ram that up your ass podcasters that's why that's the difference between podcast that's what I was talking about last night's show that's the difference between podcasting and a real radio show host I'm on my way to being like fucking Howard Stern status you know what I mean like I'm not even listening to that bullshit because podcasting is for fucking pussies you know it might say podcasting it's on a podcast but that's the platform you're on is podcasting because you can do a radio show and have a radio you know radio station and, and, and work your way it's just you have to work your way through the channels. And most of these, you know, startup companies and everything, except for Spotify, Google, and Apple, are all basically podcasting. So, anyway, we're going to take a quick break and uh, we'll be back on the Andy Mac Show with the eternal dawn of radio. Andy Mac. Now, we're back. We're back on the Andy Mac Show. And uh, we're just continuing talking about what we've been talking about tonight. Friends, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. <clears throat> and, uh... Mm-hmm. Yep. And, uh... <clears throat> that's what we're discussing tonight. The whole thing about friends. See, there's that champion sniff. <clears throat> Even though I'm not doing nothing, but that's all right. Goddamn sinuses are messed up <clears throat> and then I heard about all this so it's like oh can't cry it's like oh all locked up in my head but you know you gotta understand something friends come friends go but the only ones that really mean anything are the ones that stick around and uh, throughout time you learn about these people 
and you learn, you know, they put up with your crap, they put up with your shit, and everybody fights, and everybody acts like assholes, and, you know, at the end of the day, we're all still family, so, <clears throat> that's how you really know who you are, but, uh, most people these days, they act like fucking children, you know, they got friends walking up to friends trying to kill each other, friends walking up to kids fucking blowing their heads off, you got people that are estranged, acting like nuts, all because they feel like they're back in the corner because of some political jackass that makes up a decision that he doesn't like. Wherever the hell that was going, I have no idea, but I'm just saying for the simple fact that it's just a bunch of garbage. People should fucking mellow out. Listen to the realism. The realism. What makes no sense to me is how the hell did they get rid of a guy like Captain Kangaroo? That's that's just something I don't even know. I don't know how they got rid of Captain Kangaroo. It really upsets me. It really does. He's a very uh, essential man. I think he would have been great in these times. <clears throat> even better to explain how people should act towards one another. But hey, that's on people, not us. I really like to explore different avenues. Especially when you're talking about friends. Because <clears throat> that's a subject that really um, is close to my heart. You know, especially when you ain't got many. And I don't want to have many anymore. I used to have a lot of friends, a lot of people that called my, called me their friend or whatever. Associates are more like it, yeah. They're more like fumes <laughs> throughout the fucking years, man. I mean, these people just dropped off like flies or died, you know what I mean? So... It just, it, it just one after another, after another, after another, you know. Now I got a friend that's dying. Uh, he'll be joining us soon enough, you know, so he can be immortalized on air. Yeah, Clint, man, he's, you know, he ain't doing good. It's a real, real horrible situation there, man. He's just not good. He can't eat, he can't sleep, he can't function just horrible man he needs to come home so Andy can take care of him man from the trading post days all the way till now you know we were supposed to grow old together but it just turns out I'm gonna wind up burying the guy the only thing he asked me was don't bury him in a pine box I know I know Clint I won't I promise and uh, you know from that point on you learn about who your friends really are and then you start to see him pop back up <clears throat> Sorry about clearing my throat, but I told you my allergies have been crazy. I do apologize. But I'm just telling you, you know, these people wind up popping back up in your life and they act like they're some kind of wonderful and they're not. It's not the fucking breakfast club. <laughs> I mean, what the fuck? It's not fast times at Richmond High. It really isn't. I mean, I don't give a shit about any of that stuff. Really. Who fucking cares? Who the fuck cares? Seriously. If they're not in your life, they're not in your life for a reason. And with that reason means they're not going to be there at all. Which means that they're just not going to fucking be there. So fuck it. What the hell's the point of sitting there being a dick about it? Just accept the fact. Hmm? Oh, Lord. Yeah. Alright, well... Obviously, our tech guy's having problems, but that's okay. <clears throat> that's okay. We have fun. That's why this is called live radio, and it's not some garbage. I don't believe in that shit. 
That's why I don't believe in selling out, because it's just not the same. The story's not the same. But as far as I can see, if you have friends throughout time, and this is a suggestion to my oldest son, Andrew Jr., uh, you know, if you start to make friends, just learn that over time, they will stab you in your back, they will steal your girlfriends, you will catch one of them fucking one of them. I guarantee it. Yeah, or two or three, yeah. You will get mad. But at the end of the day, what you should do is laugh about it. Order a pizza. Order a pizza, have fun, and come back and tell your dad the whole story so we can have a good laugh. And, you know, I'll tell you another one. <laughs> you know? You don't have to sit there and be shy. Don't be bashful. You can speak to me. It's not a big deal. It's not anything daddy hasn't heard before. Daddy's seen it all. Pretty much. What I don't understand is people that sit there and talk all that shit. Oh man, I'm your brother. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm your man. I'm your boy, man. Yeah, I'll be there, man. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, right. I take that shit with a grain of salt these days. You tell me that shit, I'll slap you in your fucking face. I'll slap you two slaps across your mouth because I like you. <laughs> and that's it. Send you out the door. You can do it all over again. You know what? To be my friend, you gotta eat fucking nails you gotta eat shit you gotta fucking do what I do and if you can't do that then I have no respect for you I know one guy that did it he's crazy enough to do it and got away with it <laughs> we gotta clean we were cleaning fucking hoods dude commercial hoods this guy he's fucking nuts he wanted me to teach him how to do it and this guy he ate shit for months I mean seriously as, a, as, as like working under me I was a master doing it and he's a helper and it's like it's crazy so then he moved up to a lead helper. It's, it's nuts, you know, within months because he, he trained under a master, not some fucking idiot <clears throat> just learning the ropes, trying to teach him how to do it and then push him aside because he wants him to clean up his garbage. And this motherfucker, man, he made it into an art, an art form. We went through blizzards <laughs> and shit and rain and fucking hurricanes and crazy shit on those roofs of those fucking, of those restaurants, man. And every time we all came out the same, well... A little bit of tired, and yeah, he fell asleep a couple times coming back from Ocean City, but that, that was the, that was the norm. Yeah, at the wheel, Jesus, that was nuts. Yeah, yeah it's it's still it's still cool. He didn't fall asleep. More or less, he just you know little doze. That's it. Ooh, knows what he was doing. Came right back. I was the one that was fucking sleeping. I got dude. I was. Oh my god. I don't even want to tell you, man. God. I'm glad I'm in recovery. <laughs> I'm so glad every day that I quit drugs and I'm in, I'm in recovery and I'm doing just fine because I know that when I do drugs, I forget everything. Like Xanax, for instance, that's one of my old pals. And uh, I sniff a lot of, of, I used to sniff a lot of Xanax and like, good God, I couldn't remember shit. But we're going to get into that after the break with uh, more to come on the Annie Back Show. On our subject tonight about friends. And uh, hopefully this is going to get more and more and more interesting. So please stay tuned in.
So we're back on the Andy Mac Show with your host Andy Mac and the uh, undying intern Chris over here. Uh, right, so we are in season six, show four. Amazing how that happened. Amazing. Time flies, man. It really does. Um, before you know it, we'll be at show 12. Uh, who knows? You know what I mean? It's not like I haven't done this before. 15 shows makes a season. So another season will pass. We'll be in show season seven by the time you know it. Season eight, season nine, season 10. It's crazy, man. You know? And then shit will just be crazy. Real crazy. As platforms grow and things happen and, you know. Who knows, man? That's why I said I'm heading towards being how, like Howard Stern, dude. Um, have all the respect in the world for you, how, you know. I'm not even gonna bother calling you Mr. Stern because I'm not gonna kiss your ass. You know what I mean? You're my inspiration, so. <clears throat> and I love you very much, you and Robin. You guys are great, <laughs> great. Especially that joint you did with the Stone Temple Pilots, man. You're sitting there. <laughs> you were like, love state, love state, love state. Love, love, you know, whatever the hell it was. Love, love, what was it called? Love State Inter- or Interstate Interstate Love Song. That's what it was. Interstate. There was like Interstate, Interstate. They were like, play Interstate, play Interstate. It was great, man. And um, Scott Weiland was sitting there looking at him like, oh my god. Man. But you know, Stan Temple Pilots have been on the, the Howard Stern show probably like 2,000 times. So it's nothing new. Nothing new to those guys, man. They're all professionals. So anyway, getting back to what my show is all about. I'm uh, talking about friends tonight and, you know, the lack thereof, or if you have one, how much you should try to hold on to being a good friend, because you never know when they're going to go. And that's pretty much the, 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 the skibby on that. I mean, that's the total truth about that whole thing. I mean, you can't get any more into the truth about, about that than that, because you don't know when they're going to go. <clears throat> they could be gone in a, in a blink of an eye. Um, a lot of people just don't realize how precious friends are until they go so that's really how that goes I guess right yeah so anyway moving right along who were the best friends that ever came out when I was growing up I think I have to say Tom and Jerry they were not friends not enemies but they were co-stars Scooby-Doo? Yeah. That's a pothead dog hanging out with his fucking hippie fucking owner. Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know if I could compare myself to Scooby-Doo. That's kind of weird. I mean, that'd be great if I were hanging out with fucking, not Selma. She was the ugly one, right? It was Daphne. Daphne was the hot one, yeah. Daphne. She's pretty cool. Yeah, Thelma's the fucking nerd, nasty fucking... She was pretty cool, man. She was like the fucking, the brains of the outfit, but she wasn't Daphne. <laughs> she wasn't kicking... Yeah, Daphne was the slut, dude. She was like always rocking that miniskirt, man. She was hot. Yeah, her and Fred. <laughs> yeah, and then, then we grew up and we found out about what Scooby Snacks were. And that's why they were always seeing ghosts and hallucinating and shit, so... Good old Hanna-Barbera. Yeah, great. They had the munchies. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's awesome. 
Well, we didn't know it won't hurt us back then, but now we know, so it didn't exactly hurt us, but just gave us more insight on what not to tell our kids. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Not what not to and why. Right, 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 right. It's fucked up, man. What would you tell your kid? I don't know. I don't know, Dad. Dad, what's pot? I'm not telling you. Why? And then he busts out and can roll a better joint than you can. It's like, damn, damn. You should have just told him. One of my famous sayings, you know, drinking and driving can ruin a friendship, but sparking up a joint with one can start a best friendship. A best friendship. But, uh, you know, that was back in the day, man. Even Tommy Chong stopped smoking pot. I mean, he got into, like, cannabis rights and stuff like that after he found out about, you know, CBD can damage the liver, and you have to have, like, a certain part, like, that's close to the... Well, I'm not even going to get into that, but... He definitely proved the point that he had to prove is what I'm saying and he was definitely friends with Cheech so that was cool and then Cheech and him had a falling out for years and years and years after Cheech and Chong and then they became friends again now they're all rocking it all over the United States all over again at 70 something you know what I mean acting like 20 year olds again it's hilarious you know I hear you knocking but you can't come in you know fucker great stuff great stuff Man, I, I can't believe that, you know? I just can't believe that. I always hate hearing about a friend passing. It really, really, really troubles me. I hate that, man. And it just makes me think, man, how precious life really is. I have to reflect on it because it's like, damn. Damn, man. Of any of the people in, in the whole earth that would have had that happen to them, I would have never in a million years guessed it was him. He was a Freemason. He was a brother. He was probably one of the, you know, like I said before, one of the kindest and, and you know, like joking, com- comedic. Like he was just, he was a funny guy, you know what I mean? I worked with him at Eden Bikes. Fuck you, Chris Wilde. And uh, we all hated the boss. That, that's who that was. That's Chris Wilde. He's a fucking... He's cool, man. He, he is actually pretty cool, but his, his wife is just... She's got to go. Anyway, um, we've all met there at Eaton Bikes in Key West. And, you know, we all rocked out. And we were all good friends. And that's how we all knew each other. And, you know, it all made us bond really hard because... We had to come together, and, you know, we had a lot of stuff we had to do all the time. And we were all very different, but we were all very the same. Except for me. I was the wild one, because I was from Baltimore. That's what everybody thought. And they were like, oh, shit, this guy is fucking guy. He's crazy. So, you know, I don't know. I don't know, man. It's one of those things. You just can't get over it, you know. Anyway... I'm trying to get people to tune in. If they want to call into the show, I'm dropping my freaking, uh, the, the link. Yeah, the link to the anchor part where you can just hit the button and either leave a voice message about how much you either like, hate, or fucking want to leave your 10 cents, or you could join the show. I mean, it's totally, you know, it's not like it was back in the day. It's totally interactive now. All we got to do is just no. So anyway, we're heading to our next break, and uh, this show tonight's probably gonna be one of the longest. 
because I'm going to be interjecting over and over again about this whole thing. I just, you know, it's just how it is, man, with Andy Mack, you know? I feel some kind of way. It sucks, man. I'd be all, like, you know, post Malone, like, oh, whoa, 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 you know, like, God, his dragon, depressed ass, drug addict, you know, like, oh, God. No, I'm not, because I'm not on drugs, so it's not, it's a different thing now. I can actually think. <sighs> That's what I need to do, think. All right, anyway, we're heading to our next break, and uh, we'll be back on the Andy Mac Show with your host, Andy Mac. So we're back. We're back on the Animax show tonight. Just wrapping things up. You know, talking about how friends and friends are great and everything, but it's really not it's really not something to to mess around with because you really know you really don't know anything. I mean, you really don't know. I mean you're you're so into your own life sometimes, you know, you're so into yourself. Sometimes you just don't even realize what's about to happen or what could happen, you know. <clears throat> Things are very precious with your with, with with your friends, and that's how it should go, man. You should look at your friend and be like, hey, you know, put some kind of a cap about how you really feel about them. You know, sometimes people are, are good. They push aside things to try and be like a friend to, to a person that's been a dick to them, you know, been empathetic, and uh, they feel sorry for them sometimes. And sometimes that's not the way to go, man. Sometimes it's just enabling them. <clears throat> and then sometimes you just don't want to do that. Sometimes it's just better off just to be a friend and just show tough love. Other times it's just good to be able to take care of a friend, you know. It's good to be able to take care of a friend if he's sick or, you know, show him compassion or, you know, help him out. You know, when nobody else is there for him, like Clint, you know. He says over and over again, I'm his only friend. It makes me, you know, heart, uh, very heartbroken to hear that, you know. It breaks my heart every time he says that. He's like, you know, you're my only friend, man. You're the only one that loves me, you know. I'm just like, damn, man. I loved you since I was five, dumbass. Since you knocked on my window at the trading post. <laughs> Back at the old house. On Cliff Edge. You know, some bullshit. But, that's how they say friends go. That's how we are, man. You know, we're immortal, you know, throughout doing radio and... I'm sure 20, 30, 40 fucking years from now, people will be pulling this up on sound clips, you know, because once everything hits the radio, it's forever, you know, and a lot of us, that's how we look at it, we look at radio as immortality, you know, that's our immortality, is radio, that's what I firmly believe, I firmly believe that, because people will be listening to me for years to come, you know, even after I stop doing the show, I, I don't know when the hell that's going to be, Christ, for all we know, we could be into, what, season 20 and shit, still rolling, you know what I mean, like, doing the same old garbage, and, you know, we're gonna try and mix it up this season, uh, cause we have so many different platforms we're working from, so, I have so many different things I can do, um, add in live, I can add in all kinds of shit, and then once we get over this COVID bullshit, we'll be back in the studio full-time, and then I can do live feeds as I'm doing my radio show, so you guys can see what kind of madness is going on there, uh, yeah, <laughs> madness, right, yeah, total madness, <clears throat> might even get a mascot, get a dog, get a dog, 
monkey, something. Goat. Right. He had a goat with a dirty midget riding it. Yeah, yeah. You dirty, dirty girl. <laughs> I gotta stop that shit. No party is a party without barnyard animals. I'm sorry. That's just the way it is. Sick. It's not sick. It's just the way it is. Okay. If you're not at a party, right, and you don't see a barnyard animal going through the front room, like, eating a beer can, then what the fuck are you there for? You're not having a good time. If you don't see somebody strip down ass naked and shake their junk on top of a pool, remember that? That was funny as shit. That, or, or one of your best friends run head on into a, a fence and smash off of that bitch. That's not a fun time, man. That's not a party. That's not a party till somebody gets hurt. It's just how it goes. I'm not talking about fighting either. I'm talking about just some dumbass shit. Somebody's too messed up, whatever, out of their mind, drunk, tripping, whatever, you know, trashed up. Fucking ridiculous. Seen it all, man. Seen it all. Throughout the years, I've seen everything. And if I start opening up my mouth, man, people will be so offended. They'll be like, oh, my God, why, 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 why did you have to say that? What are you saying that about me for? I'm really not. I'm just trying to be nice. Anyway, I'm going to wrap it up tonight on those uh, on those comments and uh, those memories. And again, Eli, we love you, man. And uh, I'll see you on the other side, brother. And uh, for everybody else... Well, there's more time for us. More intimate time. <laughs> and uh, I'll see you on show five. And uh, hope you like it, because I love what you're listening for and why you're listening. I love you. And uh, keep all those comments rolling in. And, you know, if you feel like supporting me this season, go for it. Like I told everybody before, I'm trying to go for crowd support see what we can come up with because the crazier it gets the, the more the more you know people donate the more people get into this show the more people you know pay to hear the show it, the crazier shit gets so if you have suggestions anything you can always leave me a message on the anchor uh all you gotta do is just go to my link and then you'll just go right to the anchor link and it'll say message just leave me a message you know what i mean any kind of message you want anything anything positive negative you want to hear something, whatever. You want to hear a topic talked about, anything. Let me know. I'll be more than happy to accommodate you. So anyway, this is Andy Mack. Telling everybody I love you. Have a good night. Tuck your kids in. Don't fight. And uh, we'll see you tomorrow on Show 5. On the Andy Mack Show. With the eternal godfather of radio. I really mean that. Andy Mack. Night.